Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoyed the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast in which we talk about topics that help churches and ministries protect what God has called them to lead. I'm Christine, and on today's episode, we will be talking about StartSites Creative, a product that we have here at Star Church that helps pastors take their churches online. And joining us today, we have Daniel Perez, our Vice President of Technology. Daniel, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hey, Christine. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm excited, as always. Yes. Now, we're excited to have you. And this is a really fun topic and one that I know you and I are both actually really passionate about. So I'm pretty stoked for this episode. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've been working on this project and uh, we've had some uh, some experiences and we've had great feedback uh, from from the, the users and the pastors that we work with. Uh, I think really uh, fulfills a, a need, a real need, especially with the changing times. And I think we'll uh, we'll dive into that. Uh, but I am also very excited. Yeah, for sure. So you actually just mentioned changing times, which is super relevant because start of COVID, everything changed. It changed for churches. It changed for ministries. So talk us a little bit more about that. What happened when COVID started for churches? Right. So we're about, what, three, four months into into the pandemic um, and we're slowly but surely realizing and finding our new normal. Uh, I think everyone, uh, the the shock effect uh, is starting to wear down a little bit. Of course, there are still things that are going to come up uh, that will continue to 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 change this and and really take a little longer for us to identify our new normal. And yeah. so uh, for churches and ministries, I mean, we are not exempt. Uh, this has also affected us in a, in a major way. Uh, it has cost us to re-strategize, to, to rethink how we do things. Uh, a lot of us, it has also uh, affected us negatively. Uh, you know, we have doubted, is this what we're supposed to be? Uh, can we do it? Uh, is this too much? Uh, but of course, right. we trust in the Lord that it, it is never too much. Um, but really, the new normal, uh, what does that mean? Um, how are churches adapting to these new restrictions, uh, you know, a new way of life? But also not only the restrictions, but really the way that people are just adjusting, naturally adjusting to things. Right. And so this has brought us to the realization that there is a real integration between real life and digital life. Uh, and churches have to stay abreast of that. They have to come along and say that is the reality. And uh, really, the thing is, uh, um, the digital church um, has is here to stay. It has transformed. It has been around. It used to be a thing that, uh, well, if you're a, a church uh, that you're staying, you know, on the technology edge and you have people that can help you do it, then you were online. And a lot of people have been doing it for years. Now, it's not so much a luxury. It is a requirement. And so yeah. there is a minimum uh, requirement now uh, and, and churches will continue to, to grow. 
Yeah, and even on that, what is really interesting, and even Kerry Newhoff put this on his blog, if you guys are interested in finding more information about that, is churches have seen an exponential amount of growth because of it all being on digital. Now people don't even have to travel to physical locations to go to church. It's now digital. They can just church hop online, even find a community in our new church to be a part of. So that's one of the really cool benefits that came I'll say from this time where churches had to be innovative and create an online presence, whether through social media or a website, is now people have access to church more so than ever, which I think is a really cool benefit that came of churches having to re-strategize and having to restructure as now they became more accessible to the masses. That is so true. Like that is so clear nowadays, right? And so um, I think that it's uh, it's important to know that moving forward, you know, digital church uh, will uh, will be a, a side by side uh, um, item really for for people. Uh, people can, yeah. uh, like you said, they can come in and out. Uh, it'll mean different things. Now, people, churches, pastors, and ministry leaders will have to strategize, you know, for that. They will have mm-hmm. to 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 put uh, more effort into how do we uh, make this the best for us? How do we preach our message the best way using the best resources that we have? Uh, How do we reach out to people? You know, how do we portray ourselves? How do we uh, uh, share our our ministry uh, uh, to the world so that we can then bring them and continue to to lead uh, lives to Christ? And really, it's not something to be super afraid of. So I know some pastors get technology. Others, I know, are not as familiar with it. But even with this whole shift in the digital being integrated with real life happening in real time, I really don't think it's something that pastors and ministry leaders need to be afraid of. One, you can always recruit teams, but also that's what here we are here for Start Church is we know it can be super overwhelming and pretty daunting and some of it can get technical. But I mean, even, even at the start of the whole pandemic, we created an ebook to help pastors and their churches get their sermons and stuff online. So we're definitely out there in the trenches with you guys. We know that this is a lot going on and everybody's having to constantly adapt and re-innovate and things just to keep kind of going with everything that's shifting right now. But we're on your side and we know this can get overwhelming, but I don't think it has to be that way. So actually during the whole rest of this podcast, we'll be talking about different ways and different things. You can structure your website or your online presence and different tips and different tools that you guys can use. So you definitely wanna take some notes uh, while we're talking through this. And of course, if you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, that's great. That's great information. And you're right. There is no need to be uh, to feel overwhelmed. Uh, I uh, there's a lot of things I don't know. And at first I am very apprehensive. Uh, but, you know, I get to work. I read a little bit. I talk to the right people. I find the right tools and it, things get simpler. Uh, right. But I'd like to, to talk a little bit about the now that we're talking and, and we've we've shared how online and digital is the new normal. Let's get a little more specific for churches and ministries. There is a, a set of required uh, uh, minimum information uh, in order for you to present a clear message 
to your both your congregation and visitors. Again, mm -hmm. now that it is so easy for someone to land on your uh, on your site uh, or on your Facebook page or on your social media, um, there is, there are specific things that you want to share uh, because this is your chance. And this is your chance to capture them. This is your chance to appeal to them and say, uh, "This is who we are. Come sit with us." digitally, of course, right. but, uh, uh, you know, share with us, the community with us. And so I, I like to, to, to kind of discuss that a little bit uh, with you, Christine, and, and, and kind yeah. of uh, see what you think about that uh, uh, as well. Well, first, do you have any thoughts on core things that need to go on a website? Because I know both of us know pretty much what needs to go on there. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we have plenty of experience and, and we've found uh, those that are um, they're effective uh, to, to present this, this message. But yeah, for sure. I, uh, for me, um, I think presenting um, the very first set of information or the very first uh, um, uh, part that, that you should focus on is your heart, your ministry's heart. Yeah. Who are we? What is our ministry about? Why are we here? And also, what what um, is our purpose? What is our God-given purpose? Making that very clear from the beginning will speak to people. It will actually share your uh, your your goals. It will let people uh, relate to you, and it'll help them make that decision. Uh, you yeah. know, do I want to 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 connect with this ministry uh, or not? Uh, including or getting a little more detail on those is, um, you know, who we are, uh, who are our leaders, uh, mm -hmm. and what is our vision. I think those are the main, uh, the initial ones, the initial core uh, um, uh, sections of information that you should make easy to find on your uh, whatever it is that, that your online presence looks like. Right. And even on that, people connect with stories. They connect with something that feels very real. So when your church or ministry is communicating their story, their heart, their mission and vision, people connect to that so quickly. And so definitely, Ding, I agree with that. That needs to be really forefront. If you are creating a web presence, whether it be on social media or your own website, you definitely want to make that front and center. And typically, uh, we would call that your brand is kind of that's what's all encompassed in that. Thank uh, you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is the term for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to get too technical, of course, but if you come across the word branding, uh, like if you do a Google search or something, that's typically what that really means is No, but are. it's a great... It, yeah. it is a great point because uh, you, you 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 have to brand your church, and it's not in the in the in the markets in the marketing size of the uh, sense of the word. It's not in the sales side of the uh, sense of the word. It's really what your name and your your ministry stands for, and how people see it. So yeah, yeah. great great point. Yeah. And I would even add, so we've got Brant, your story, your church's story is front and center. What I would also suggest you guys add on your website is a place for online giving because now we really can't be in physical locations. Some are, but it's not consistent. So you can't really fully rely on something like that. So enable some form of online giving 
And that one, you still want to encourage your community, your congregate members to still worship God through tithes and offerings. Um, but we also know that it's also very important for the business aspect of churches, you know, the administrative side. So definitely enabling that. And there's a lot of different companies you can go with. With what we have is Start Sites. That's our own online web platform. We partner with Stripe, but I also know Tithely, Pushpay, Givelify. There's a whole bunch of other companies out there that you can definitely look into as your form of collecting online donations. And then another thing that's important is service times. So how and when people can connect with you for sermons or if you do online Bible studies or anything like that, anything creative that you guys decide to do, you'll want to have that information listed and even better if it's interconnected with your web page. So if you do Facebook Lives, have that connected on your website. That's also helpful uh, in, in keeping track of the different requirements and limitations that states are, are setting in place. Uh, mm -hmm. And also when those are being lifted, right? So if your state uh, allows to um, meet in person again, then you'll want to be right on that, right? If you, if you are, uh, if you're willing and able um, to, to meet in person and, and you want to do that, you want to make sure that you give people a an, an easy uh, um, information or an easy place to find when and where that is. So that's where the, the services uh, information comes in uh, very, very helpful as well. Yeah, and even that, you'll want to have a centralized location for posting information on how you guys are social distancing. So if you guys are meeting as a congregation physically, but you guys are all required to wear face masks and six feet apart, you'll definitely want to have those details listed out on your website ahead of time yes great point yeah and there are other things uh that that um we suggest uh are are included uh in, on your on your site uh yeah. which include as as you mentioned meeting times and locations contact information for the church whether that is yeah. an email uh, a name a, a phone number potentially again your physical location if you do have one uh, but then also a form a contact form very important. You want to be uh, able to let people uh, easily communicate with you. Maybe it is. It, maybe if, if it is just dropping uh, a note uh, in or a prayer request uh, mm -hmm. or a, a need that is uh, that someone has, you want to make that available as well. Um, sermon content uh, and, and, and content That's that you're one. providing. It is very good, right? Because we want to. You you want to enable uh, your congregation and your visitors. To, to continue to do church uh, at home. And so you can provide the tools uh, uh, necessary for that. Uh, upcoming events uh, as well, whether those are online or physical, if you're, if you're gonna have an online service or a special online service, or if you're gonna have a special uh, service at the park with social distancing, right? You wanna let yep. them know uh, uh, where and how that's going to happen. The different ministries, if you are have different ministries, those are still happening. People are still involved in those. You wanna share those with, with, with other uh, individuals, your kids ministry, uh, your uh, young adults ministry, women's ministry, for you any of those you want to uh, allow people to see uh, how they can connect with those and then of course social media uh, social media links you want to include those those should be a, those are a must uh, in your in your site as well yeah definitely social media for those who are listening 
who are not super sure about having social media, I just want to encourage you. It's actually very, very helpful to have social media. One, that's just where your people are, whether they're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now even TikTok. There's a lot of social media opportunities for you to still stay connected with your congregation, honestly, 24-7. By even you uh, curating your own content, you're able to encourage people, you're able to inform people, because not everybody will always go to your website for fast information. So if you post things, whether on Facebook or some sort of other social media, you're still connected to your congregation. And so I just want to encourage you, if anything, start with Facebook. That's the best one, easily connectable with your congregation, but also for your website as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're right on point. Uh, I think uh, um, that is a a great place to start. Uh, But then keeping with that, uh, let's let's move on uh, on to a, a very important one. Where do you start? Where, uh, as, a, as a minister, uh, as a pastor, as a church leader, where do you start with setting up your online presence? Uh, now, many of you, uh, again, we're a few months into the pandemic, so maybe you have already been forced to create something. You may already be on, on Facebook. You may already uh, have uh, you know some sort of site as well, but uh, it may not be exactly what you want your experience to be. It may right. not be portraying uh, the right brand as we uh, discussed earlier. So where do you start? Well, there's a couple of ways, uh, and I'd love to get your feedback on that as well. Uh, Christine, the first one is social media. Um, mm-hmm. um, I believe that's uh, that's easy to set up. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, no, it is. It fa- like Facebook is really easy to set up. Really all social media has made it very accessible to get started because they want you on their platform. So Facebook is really easy to start. Um, Just to give a couple of details, only because I've gotten a few questions regarding starting a Facebook page, that's what I would recommend your ministry or church do. So I wouldn't necessarily encourage a group. I would encourage you to start a Facebook page. What you do is you have to have your own individual Facebook first, and then you create the page because then you become like a an admin, administrator for it. Your personal details won't be posted, of course. You just run the Facebook page. And then the Facebook page allows you to do Facebook Lives. You can do posts. You are also able to do events and invite people on Facebook to those events. So they Facebook makes it super easy. And then very similar to Instagram, you can either do it on the app on your phone or you can do it on your desktop. Pretty much you just figure out your social media handle, which is pretty much just your social media name, how you want people to find you. So if you're New Light Church, you could be on Instagram, New Light Church, New York, or something like that. And then Twitter, same thing. You can sign up on the app or on desktop, and that one's pretty simple and easy. And then another one, YouTube, I would highly encourage. It's a little bit of a unique kind of social media because it's all video content, but that's great for having your sermon archives. If you guys are doing Bible studies and things like that, YouTube is an excellent resource, and you create YouTube through a Google account. So if you've already got a Gmail, you can hop over to YouTube and have it all interconnected, and it's really easy. Now, it sounds like it's pretty easy and pretty simple to to, to set this up and, and taking a first step. However, there must yep. be some down, downside to this. Uh, do you have thoughts on that? It's true. Um, the 
I would say the downsides or I will say challenges because you want to view it as an opportunity. Some of the challenges you will arise on social media is it is already a pretty crowded space. If you already notice, everybody is on social media. That means other churches, other ministries, even you don't even think about this necessarily. But when you're a church and you're on social media, you're fighting for people's attention from advertisements from even just stores that are throwing advertisements for them to go shopping. So in a weird way, you're competing with new detail and new information, things that you wouldn't have anticipated competing with before. So social media sphere can get a little interesting in regards to that, but there are ways around that um, with like paid ads or different things like that, where you can partner with Facebook and kind of target different people so people can see you a little bit more often but that's kind of like next level if you're more interested in doing something like that um there are different resources online you can look at daniel what about you what what else would you think it kind of crowds the space a little bit i think is the 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 options Right, there's so much uh, that that uh, that you can do that you can get lost in that. Yeah, uh, that's the same thing with with um, with uh, a dedicated website as well. Um, however, um, I've found that they are if I if you open you know your Facebook app, there's now 15 or 20 different little tab options where you can go uh, and do page, a group, a chat, a marketplace, a uh, local groups, a international groups, a, uh, right. uh, you know, all these different uh, options that uh, I think that's what makes it a little hard um, to, to get your, your, your message across in a, in a, in a simple way. So that's, 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 uh, that's good information yeah. on the social media. There is a second uh, option, in, in, in my opinion, and where do you start, right? Which is, of course, the obvious one, a dedicated website. Uh, yes. Now, a dedicated website provides you a, a central location uh, that you can customize, uh, of course, depending on your budget, uh, mm-hmm. to, to um, communicate with your community, help your ministry communicate with your community. Uh, however, I do know that there are also some challenges as you uh, and opportunities, as you uh, <laughs> called them earlier. Um, one of them, it can be expensive. You know, we may go, it's yeah. kind of like buying a car. You know, you may have something in mind and you say, I'm only going to go for this one because this is all I need. But you get to the dealer and they have a lot of nice things and they are a lot more expensive. So if you're not careful, you will end up spending uh, quite quite a bit of uh, money. Uh, and, and the thing with this is that they can be a very expensive setup fee and they can also be expensive on the, mm-hmm. on the monthly, um, the monthly um, fee as well. They can also be time consuming. Right. So if you're doing this on your own, um, or even if you're hiring someone to do it, it can actually take a while to get all of the details uh, in place, uh, making it you know kind of kind of hard uh, to put it together. And then the last one, in my opinion, is you can get and lost in the technicalities. Yeah, exactly. It can be a little overwhelming yeah. where uh, you you know you will put it off, and and, and that will, that will kind of uh, yeah. be you know be the, the goal. But uh, the last one that I can think of is uh, you can get lost in technicalities. Um, mm-hmm. Again, building a website can be fully customized, and you can get uh, um, you know really deep into you know the shadows and the the um, you know how many buttons here and how does it scroll this way and how does it scroll that way. That you can get really specific. Again, that uh, makes it 
um, inefficient to, to really focusing on what you need to focus on and getting that point across and getting that experience out there in front of people. Yep. Yep, for sure. And really, and I'm shameless plug here, that's really why we created Start Sites Creative uh, is because we discovered either one, pastors were getting super overwhelmed with the prospect of having to create a website. Because let's face it, in this day and age, we know having a website is important. We don't really have to tell everybody that. But creating one and actually setting it up can get super overwhelming. And so we found a lot of pastors were struggling with it, getting overwhelmed. And like you mentioned before, they were putting it off. And I mean, I do that when I get overwhelmed by things that either I just can't get a full grasp around or I'm getting frustrated that it's not looking like I want it to look like. And then we were also, yeah. And then we were also noticing pastors want it and know it's important, but they were just bogged down with everything else that they had to do. Because let's face it, pastors do a a bajillion things. So, and website building is typically not one of the top priorities. Not the top of the list. So that's really why we created Start Sites Creative is it's using our own uh, website platform called Start Sites. So you can make your own. So it's pretty self-guided, kind of fill in the blank style. And we create this really chic, modern looking website that's customized. But for those that really don't have the time or the mental energy to spend toward it, Start Sites Creative comes into play. So what it really is, it's a service where um, I have, it's me and another person. We have a whole team dedicated for creating a website for you. So we do like a phone call and that's where we find out your brand. So what is what makes your ministry tick? Like what is the heartbeat, the mission, vision, the goals? And even the activities, we get all kind of the generic info like contact and details like that. And then we piece all of those details together for a really beautiful website that is completely customized, which is really exciting when we finally piece it all together and pass it over to the pastors and they are just blown away, which always feels good on this end. You know, being a creator, you're like, oh, good, we made it. <laughs> so it's always yeah, really course. rewarding. It really is a as a team, uh, winning, you know, we win when the pastors win. And if they think yes. that this is a, a, a good thing and it's, it gets their, uh, their ministry out in front of people the way they want it to look, the way they want them to understand and learn about their ministry, that is really what we're here for, right? And that's what this yeah. the Start His Creative is for. We want pastors to be able to focus on their calling, their God-given calling, well, we take care of the, the online experience, building that online experience for them. One thing that I think it's important to understand is that, uh, and, and, and this is really a, a, a true, um, uh, you know, saying, there's, there's a truth to this, is just having the right partner can make a big difference. Uh, yeah. And this is in many things. Well, we're trying to be the right partner in this in this uh, case. Uh, we understand churches. We understand ministries. We have over 20 years of experience working with them. And we continue to evolve. We continue to find what is it that helps and supports churches, ministries, and pastors fulfill their calling. And, and we try to fill that. And so this is our, our attempt at supporting ministries and, and, and churches uh, and, and all these pastors and taking care of this for them, right? Where yeah. they can tell us what, uh, what is important to them. And we simply take it 
and then we put it into an online experience for their ministries. Um, so I think that's also key um, in, in, in choosing Start Text Creative um, in order to have a, a pleasant and a true rich uh, online experience. Yeah, no, I would agree. It really makes a difference. And even with my team, we love helping. Like we love being that kind of a resource because let's face it, dealing with online. So you have your online presence and then it's like, what's next? And we love being a resource, kind of walking through how to make the most of your website. So even with Start Sites Creative, it's not just one and done, built, and then you're kind of on your own, unless you want it to be that way. It's a partnership, because that's really the heart and mission of Start Church to begin with, is to be a partner with you all in your ministries and not leaving you high and dry. So we are constantly a resource, and like I said earlier, really making the most of your website in online presence. Yeah, most definitely. I think uh, I hope this information really helps some of the, uh, some of these pastors that are listening to us right now in, yeah. in understanding a little bit better about being online and what options are there. Uh, we love to answer questions, of course. We uh, we love hearing from our pastors um, and our listeners. So please, um, I'd be, be more than happy to answer any of the, those questions that come in. Yeah, definitely. Earlier, we mentioned an ebook resource for getting your online services established. And so you can actually find that resource on our website. It's called Start Church Connect. So you're at any point, you're definitely able to go online, grab that helpful resource. You can also find on our website more details about our Start Sites Creative service. So if you want to go online at startchurch.com, again, that's startchurch.com, or you can go ahead and give us a call at at 844-641-5718. You all, was such an honor having you all be on our podcast today. Daniel, thank you so much for being a part of this and giving all your wisdom and expertise. It was really, really awesome. Hey, it's always fun. It's my, my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. To you all listening, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you all next time. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.